Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Nelson, AASHTO SCICOP coordinator. And we're here at the Clear Roads meeting uh, talking about all kinds of things, winter maintenance. And we had the opportunity to bump into uh, Jim Hughes from Wisconsin, who has done some really outstanding things with respect to liquids only. And uh, I think it's, it's really important to get together and, and share some of this information because it looks like you're having some wonderful success uh, with liquids only. And I, and I think it would be really good to, to talk a little bit about, you know, what drove that decision and, and how things are going for you. Well, as you know, um, I'm Jim Hughes. I'm the Chief Highway Maintenance Engineer for the Wisconsin Department of Transportation in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is unique in uh, the fact that Wisconsin hires all its winter maintenance for state highways through the 72 counties. And of our 72 counties, years ago we started using some brines in different applications. Um, Right now we have 68 counties out of our 72 that use pre-wetting, where they wet the salt coming out at the spinner to reduce bounce. Anti-icing, right now we have 55 out of 72 counties doing some sort of anti-icing. In just this last year, we had two that were doing liquid only. Uh, they, they tested it on one section each, one in northern Wisconsin, one in the southern part of Wisconsin. And we wanted to find out what the benefits of using strictly liquids and not using any granular material on an entire um, section of highway and what the benefits were. We heard from the state of Maryland a year ago that they tested it on 18 sections and reduced salt use by 55%. Uh, Clear Roads data shows the state of Iowa does a lot of brining. In fact, last year they used 21.8 million gallons of brine to Wisconsin's just under 5 million gallons of brine. And their cost for salt, or their use of salt, was about 25% of Wisconsin. Um, they have less lane miles than us at 24,000 lane miles. We're a little over 34,000 lane miles. And I got comparing that with our 72 counties and the amount of brines our counties are using. And what I noticed when I put them together as a region, the, county, the, regions that, the region that used the most brine had the lowest cost per lane mile. And it was all savings in materials. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the data, and you can drive the da data how, you, how you'd like, but it tells me the more liquid applications I can use, the lower, the lower amount of salt I need to maintain the same level of service. So um, two of our counties agreed. We actually have eight counties that have agreed to, to start it this next season, but two counties were able to do it for the entire season this year. And we've got some really good data on those two counties. Uh, Shawano County in northern Wisconsin reduced salt use by over 50% on their route. In Jefferson County, um, after they added up all the math and they did this parallel with granular material and, and liquid only mm -hmm. on similar routes, they learned that they saved about 48% salt of what they normally would have used. Well, and, that's, and, and they're getting the same level of service? And... Actually, they think the liquid um, only routes are a higher level of service. Um, the one thing we learned about that is uh, um, when you're dumping granular material, the salt the salt leaves a residue after everything dries, and it's a white residue, and sometimes it covers up that white edge line on the road where there's curves. Hmm. And with uh, liquid-only routes, it leaves the highway nice and clear. You don't cover up those edge lines. And um, a year before when they were using um, granular material, they had four runoff the roads on that section of highway all at night. And this year they didn't have any. So their 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 fear is that um, 
the driver expectation will be, why can't all the highways look like this? Right. It's right. A, it actually looks like it's raising our level of service when we use liquids. So I've got a question for you. you counties, uh, the counties in Wisconsin do all the winter maintenance. Um, what kind of influence do you have as the state DOT when it comes to influencing how they perform those maintenance activities, how they do their winter maintenance? Well, um, that, that's a good question. I think the, 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 real, the real main thing here is we've got an over 100-year relationship with this counties doing the, the winter maintenance, and we see a lot of benefits. I, I believe it's the best model in the country. And the reason I say that is you got one shop that's handling county roads, some local roads, and all the state system instead of having all that different infrastructure out there. And the counties are, you know, it's like 72 fingerprints. They all, a lot of them have different equipment, different way they say do things. Um, but they're all public servants and they're all trying to do the best they can. Um, this, this liquid only routes and using more brines is, is something new. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. They've been for 10 decades, they've been doing winter maintenance pretty much the same way. And this is a big change. And I think the knowledge that we have about liquids now and the science behind it, um, it's it's going to be a matter of education and, and maybe some trial and error. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not too much error because we have public safety in mind. Right. But um, learning how to use these liquids appropriately, given the different types of winter storms that we get in Wisconsin in the, from north to south and just you know, freezing rains to heavy snow. So we need to, to figure out the application rates, what additives we'll put into the liquids. Um, we know that with liquids that we have a lot more flexibility to, to, to make it work with uh, reducing corrosion for anti-icing bridges versus just putting salt out there. We can put additives into the, the liquids that will reduce corrosion. Mm-hmm. That will help motorists with their cars too. Right, um, right. You know, I guess one thing um, I, I sort of be curious is how did this get started in Wisconsin? Is, is this, you know, you Wisconsin's been a part of Clear Roads for a long time, and, and of course, you know, we talk about a lot of liquid applications, and you know, the use of liquids has been around for for quite a long time. Um, is this something that you took to the counties, or is this something that that they came to you with? Uh, well, I can tell you that I, I've been in this job a little over three years. Um, before that, I was a maintenance supervisor out in the region, and, and 27 years ago, I actually started in maintenance. And the liquids kind of grew somewhere in between there, where they started using the pre-wet and the anti-ice, de-ice kind of stuff. The liquid only, it came from the Clear Roads meeting, where one of the gentlemen from Maryland, I believe, said that he saved 55% of the salt needed when he did his 18-section pilot for liquid-only routes, where they didn't Mm -hmm. use any granular material at all. And I looked, and I saw Maryland's at 38 degrees latitude, and Madison, Wisconsin is about 43, and then kind of goes north from there. And I, I was skeptical whether it would work in Wisconsin, but then when I got doing the research... And, and learn that um, in a granular material, when you put a granular material on, the likelihood of bounce into the, the shoulder and not getting any benefit at all out of that is, is quite high. And then traffic blowing it into the shoulder. I'm reading research, 20 to 30% of your salt is lost just in those two things. But then <clears throat> when you think about it, Wisconsin tries to have cycle times around two and a half hours for all their plow routes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was listening to um, one of the chemists talk about, based on temperature, that it could take as much as 24 hours in granular material to do 80% of its melting power. 
Well, when you have a two and a half hour route, you're just plowing that granular material right into the ditch. Right. You haven't had a chance to, it hasn't had a chance to fully work, right? It, right. There's, it has to turn to a liquid form before those, you know, right. uh, they break apart and able to, to do their do their thing. But with liquid, as soon as that liquid hits the pavement, it's already working. And liquids work very fast. Um, depending on the temperature, they could work too fast if you have too long a route. Because as we know, anything that can thaw snow and ice can also refreeze. Right. It, because it's a liquid, right? It's a liquid. So what you need to do, I think, is, is look at the temperature, the route times, and then with liquids. So the benefit of a liquid is we can add additives. We can add a calcium. We can add a magnesium. And we, we can actually get that to la- work a little quicker, last a little longer, or we can add some of these ag products in that will um, uh, allow the, the liquid to adhere to the pavements even better. Mm-hmm. So with liquids, we're, we're seeing a huge benefits in reducing the amount of chlorides that's, that, that, that will go into our environment. And now, no, I'm sorry, but go ahead. Well, we have... Um, We've already done some well testing around our state, and, and we know that the chloride levels are getting to the, 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 the time where we need to be more concerned about them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we also have, we have to weigh it with public safety using a transportation system. It's, it's, we think we can, we can slow this down and, and do a lot better right. job than what we're doing today. And I look at it at a county level, from county to county to county. Throughout Wisconsin, I have counties... And looking at the 2016-17 winter, six, about six ton per lane mile for the entire winter in a county that's doing well with salt, to 24 over 24 ton per lane mile for a county that's not doing so well. And someone might say, well, that must be a county way up north in Wisconsin, but actually it's not. It's a county yeah. clearly south. So it's the practices, the way plow drivers learn to do things and the way they've done them throughout the last 10 decades. And, you know, from the plow driver's um, perspective, I, I totally get it. They want their highways to be safe for everyone. They're right. doing an outstanding job with all the information they've been given, and I, I, I praise them for the work they do. And, and I'd say that about the counties, all the county people. They do such a great job for us. So I believe there's a lot of education here in using liquids for all of us. And... Wisconsin needs to team not only with our central office in the DOT, but we need to uh, coordinate with our regions and with our counties and, and, and actually get right to the plow drivers. The yeah. education is going to be a big, important um, component if we're going to be successful in administering liquids and reducing chlorides into our environment. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that, you know, everybody wants to have a safe road, and, and if you've uh, you know, if you're a driver, you're responsible for a route and, you know, you've been putting out these, you know, a couple of hundred tons a lane mile and, and you're getting results, you know, it's kind of a risk to to drop back and, and, and do so. Even if using liquid only and, and you know, maybe 80 gallons or, or, you know, what, three or four pounds per mile is what it ultimately works out to be. But if you can get those results at that level, it's you, you kind of have to get people comfortable with that, and uh, sometimes it's it's your peers. You know, if if you see a guy in the next county getting good results with that, you know, I, I would think at some point you'll say, hey, you know, if if he's doing it, why can't I do it? You know, right. Well, I actually, after looking at all the numbers from Clear Roads and looking at how our counties do things, I went out and looked at some of these uh, 
these these studies that have been done in the past. And you know, this seems like this knowledge has been out there for years and years. But you're right. I think it's it's a little bit of a risk to say, you know, we can do this better. But it's been working the way we're doing it. In 2002, we purchased salt in Wisconsin for under thirty dollars a ton. Now I think we're going to see salt prices um, probably exceed $70 a ton. Mm. And one of the commissioners in our county said it best. When you pour $70 a ton on the highway for salt, it's on there for less than a couple hours. When you do $70 a ton for asphalt, it could be there 30 or 40 years, which Wisconsin could use more asphalt on their roads along with most other states. Um, So I looked at this, this chemical stuff that they have out online and there was a, the studies done because of the bounce of the salt and the traffic knocking it off and or getting plowed off too quickly based on temperature. Um, there's a couple studies that actually show that 25 gallons per acre of sodium chloride brine, which is 23.3% solution, and there's about 2.29 pounds of salt in each gallon, um, is equivalent to 300 pounds a lane mile, which is typically what most counties are, are doing for our state highway system. Mm-hmm. So when you add all that up, let's say you're paying $70 a ton for the salt and you're making brine out of it. And if you're using it at above, say, 15 to 18 degrees, you can do 22 lane miles with liquid for the cost of $80.15. This is mm. what the science says. Yeah. Now, if I was using granular material to do that same 22 miles at $70 a ton, it would cost me $231. It's almost three times the cost, all in material. Really? Yes. And the science is out there. I mean, it's out on the Internet. Anybody can go look this up. And um, in, our, in our pilots that we did in Wisconsin, we're not seeing quite three times, but we're seeing close to 50%. And then I, I noticed that other states that have done tests, they claim 25 to 30%. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's that's because we can't make a mistake being public servants in transportation. And, you know, we got public safety in mind, so we're, we're not dialing it back as far as we probably could. Yeah. So when we, so you said you've been running some pilots. Yep. Um, so that was last winter at least. Last winter. Right. Um, did you get any kind of, of uh, put pushback or um, scrutiny, if you will, from from the locals, from the media? What are you doing putting the salt water or putting this water out uh, yeah. before we know it's going to freeze kind of thing? Yeah, we, we got questions about, boy, if you're putting liquid out, it's, it's going to um, cause our cars to rust out even quicker and it's going to rust our bridges out even faster, but you know I think it's all the net same. You're melting the same amount of snow and ice you need to melt to get it off the highway. Um, I think there's studies that actually prove it's not doing any more harm to your car than just regular salt mm-hmm. or to the bridges. But the one thing with liquids, the one place you can get with liquids with the additives, they have like an AG64 out there and some other chemicals. You add in with this, it can reduce that corrosion um, about 60%. So there's some big benefits with with, right. uh, with the liquids also. Mm-hmm. How big were your pilots last year? What? How many? Did you do it by county or did you do it we by... We did one in each county, one in northern Wisconsin in Grant County. Um, in, or in, I'm sorry, Grant, uh, the commissioner in Shawano County. And we did one in Jefferson County with, with Bill, the commissioner there, and his folks. Mm-hmm. And Bill tells a nice story. You know, at first when he started this liquid, he had um, 150 gallons of truck uh, on the back of his trucks, okay, when he started using liquids three years ago. 
and his his plow drivers kind of thought, wow, this isn't going to work. You know, this is this is just a new thing. It's going to go yeah. away. And after they used a brine for a while, the truck driver said, boy, I really wish I had bigger tanks. That brine works great. It gets that, it releases that bond from the snow and ice from the pavement so easily. Mm-hmm. And um, so Bill bought another set of trucks, and he, he bought it with 150 gallons a side. And oh. now he had 300 gallons. Yeah. And uh, his driver said, boy, we sure could use more. We sure more could liquid. use more. <laughs> so his brand-new trucks that he bought this year are now – thousand gallons of, of liquids and the the the, the, the v-box is even growing smaller to haul the, the granular material mm-hmm. and he said to me one day um during this winter on his liquid only route he said we haven't found a time we needed to use any granular material i'm wondering if i made a mistake and should have just went with the tank on the back of my truck yeah so um I do think there will be a need for granular material. I, I especially with in Wisconsin, we got 18-hour routes and 24-hour routes. Mm-hmm. Um, the granular material will give you, you know, a longer staying power with um, the ice melt, you know, and, and keeping the highway safe. Where the liquids are going to be more faster working, so they're going to be good during the plowing, I think, or before and after plowing. Mm-hmm. But I do believe if you're going to finish your plow plow route at 10 o'clock at night, say, and you're not going to be out there till 4 in the morning the next day, that last last cycle might be a time you might want to think about using the, the granular material. Yeah. Well, and you'll have less traffic and less chance of blowing it off. And, and like you say, a little bit longer. Yeah, there's, there's still a lot Wisconsin has to learn. But what's so positive about it, there's, there's a couple of real positive things about this. Um, we don't believe this is a theory. We believe it's evidence-based maintenance now. We, we proved it in our state that this can save, a, a really reduce using a lot of salt on our highways and maintain the same level of service. Um, we have um, eight counties that want to come on board and run more, more of these liquid-only pilots next year. They're all signed up. We, they're part of yep. our technical advisory group. And a lot of this is really led by the highway commissioners, which is, which is big. And... Um, Wisconsin is is just got approved to buy uh, twenty additional high capacity brine makers to place around our state. Yeah, I was I was going to ask how how, you, how you're scaling this up for next year. Well, you know, I took all this data that we've been we've been learning from Clear Roads and um, other places around the state, and what other what others what other states are doing, like Iowa and Maryland, and what we see in our own own uh, state in certain counties that use a lot of liquids or certain regions. And then the science behind it, um, we kind of put it all together, and I took it to our administrators, and I said, I don't know why we've never done this before, but I, I, I think this is a big deal. And we proved it with the two pilots. We didn't just jump into it without with blinders on. Actually, we feel we, it's evidence-based maintenance now that mm-hmm. we can go out and, and ramp this thing up. Although we buy the brine makers, people in Wisconsin shouldn't think they're going to see tanks on the back of every truck because our trucks aren't equipped that way but i do believe as trucks get older and they get replaced you're going to see those trucks that typically did um the snow plowing hold a lot more liquids than they, yeah. they've held in the past so where you're where you're going to scale up with these next eight counties are they going to have to be retrofitting some vehicles or yes they, they've already started actually they started as um in the middle of this last winter some of them didn't quite get them going but the the other thing we're able to do is obtain some federal SPR money, some federal money, and we hired our University of Wisconsin TOPS lab. So we're going to have the scientists working with us with our with our pilots, 
we want to develop recipes. Like when do we put an additive in and how much? Should it be 5%, 10% of calcium or beet juice or beet heat or magnesium? And there's there's a host of these uh, these uh, additives you can put in to lower the freezing point of the, your brine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the application rate. What application rate, given the, the pavement temperature, air temperature, and humidity? And develop kind of a menu because the brine makers that we're buying are going to be able to produce up to almost 10,000 gallons an hour. So when we get that forecast and we know about what kind of weather's coming in, you know, our pavement temperature, air temperature, humidity, how much snow or ice or freezing rain's coming in, mm-hmm. we can dial up the right recipe with the right application rate. And um, it'll be, be a lot more high tech winter maintenance and it's been in the past and yeah. it should save um not only a lot of money for the taxpayers but at, at the same time it'll save the environment and the one thing in wisconsin when we buy salt today most of that money is going to salt mines in canada we buy most of oh, our salt uh-huh. in canada all of it goes out of our state and in 2016 2017 we spent over 36 million dollars on just salt and even if we, we reduce it 30 or 40 percent, like you've seen uh, states like Colorado talk about in um, Ohio using some liquids in Maryland, that's still a significant amount of money. Um, most of these brine makers will pay for themselves the first few months of, of the first winter. Right. You know, when we, uh, when we started the, uh, the PSYCOP Top 10 project, you know, like number one on everybody's list was the budget. And you know you have to have you have to have budget, and the other piece of that was winter always wins the budget war. You know nobody ever says, "Oh, wait a second, I'm I'm low on money. I can't spend any money on overtime uh, to plow the snow. I I, I want to send my people home." It, you know it just doesn't happen that way, and consequently, what happens is that the money that you spend in winter maintenance is is it's lost. And if you were more efficient in your program. Now you've got some resource to spend on your other maintenance activities. So, you know, it's that uh, the sustainability thing, you know, the three-legged stool between uh, budget and the environment and, and um, you know, the, your social responsibilities. Um, I think the things that you're doing with, with your liquid only uh, is going to help, like, in all three of those legs. Uh, so it, it's, it's really exciting to see, uh, you know, this, these counties grasp this and, and want to move forward with it. Right. And, and another thing we had to kind of educate ourselves on being engineers, what is the environmental aspect of it? You know, we, we needed to understand what do these chlorides do? Do they get, we learned that chlorides do not get filtered out in treatment plants. We learned that above 230 milligrams per liter in our waters is putting a lot of stress on our, our primary fisheries where the, tr- the trout, the walleyes, the that they, you know, we don't want to see our lakes filled with, with carp or um, invasives. <laughs> right, um, right. And this is what we're hearing from the scientists. So um, I haven't done any research in that area other than reading scientific reports and listening to scientists talk. But they're, they're saying we're getting to the, the critical level. Um, and it takes 40 to 70 years to filter chlorides out of the environment once they're in it. Once they're in our waters, we, we don't really have a way to treat them out of it right now. So I think that... Um, being a responsible state highway maintenance engineer, I have to look at what I can do to, to help our counties that do our winter maintenance um, use less chlorides and still keep our highway safe. 
And, and that's exactly what we're trying to do in Wisconsin. Um, I don't, I don't want to be um, someone that leaves behind a legacy where someday if somebody wants to see a walleye, they have to go to a museum. Right. And I heard a scientist actually use those exact words. So um, I think our counties are great partners. Um, I do think there's going to be an education part, um, but they've always, they've always for the last hundred years came through for us and been, been really willing to try new things. And we all have a lot to learn here. And I think working with the, the great people that, that run our counties, we're going to, we're going to be in good shape in Wisconsin. We're going to, we're turning the corner right now. Well, that's, that's really exciting. Um, you were showing me before some videos on the liquid only routes and I think there's some, and we watched one this afternoon, as a matter of fact. I think that was a Clear Roads video. Um, what we'll do on uh, the website is we'll post links to those videos. And um, if you don't mind, I'll put your email address uh, there if people have some questions or, you know, want to talk to you about uh, what, you're, what you're doing and how, you, how you've moved this forward in, in Wisconsin. They can reach you. Um, any, any last things you want to say? Uh, well, I just, I just, I don't want to take the credit for what we're doing in our state because I got to tell you that our counties are just awesome people. They're the people that are really the guys out there behind the wheel of these trucks or making those brines and, you know, figuring out application rates. And now they're, they're all willing to work with our scientists at the university to um, really put this together to put a dent in the use of the chlorides that we're using in the state of Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin's a heavy user of salt in comparison to other states. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because our roads are that much better in the winter or we just use <laughs> a lot more, I couldn't say. And, you know, you look at the data and, and you want you want to do the right thing. You want to keep people safe. You want to want you preserve your environment the best you can. And uh, I, think, I think with the counties working in conjunction with the Wisconsin DOT, we're, we're going to make a lot of headway reducing the chlorides that we need for our highways. Well, it's it's really encouraging to see uh, see you so excited about about the program. I think that that goes a long ways towards you know helping helping move things forward and you know willing to try and you know willing to invest some money and and implement some change. So it's uh, well, we it's, it's been really great. Yeah, we have a good administration at the DOT right now that's that's looking looking for positive ways to, to reduce costs for taxpayers, but also how to treat our environments better. I, I see no down points in, in, in working this the way we're working it right now. Our investment's going to repay itself in a short term, buying these brine makers. Um, you know, I think it's going to give us a better level of service in Wisconsin with the ability to maybe have our bridges last longer and people's cars last longer. That would be great, right? So, That's what um, it's all about, stretching it as far yeah, as you so, can. Huh? You know, Rick, I really appreciate you you taking the time to talk about this. I have a great deal of passion for this work, and um, I want to leave behind, you know, an environment that's going to stand the test of time, and I think we can do that. Well, we're all going to be watching, so uh, we're looking for you to set a good example for us. So, Jim, thanks for for uh, talking uh, with us, and uh, we really appreciate your, like I said, your enthusiasm and your willingness to share. You're welcome, Rick. And, and thanks for listening to Psychop Talks Winter Ops.